Thank you for listening in right now. Glad to have you here. My name is Nyla, and this is Greener Thoughts. I help you understand the environment today so you can experience a greener life. Let's connect online. You can reach Greener Thoughts by voice message. The anchor.fm link is in each episode's show notes. You can do so via the Anchor app or by email at greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. just have a few different environmental holidays for you to remember and mark your calendars regarding these. And then we'll get started with the rest of the program. For December 10th and December 11th dates, uh, Human Rights Day is on December 10th annually, and International Mountain Day is on the next day on December the 11th. Headlines from the Hemispheres is where I talk about all types of environmental news all across the globe. And it's brief uh, with the different headlines and they're from different countries and different hemispheres in the world. Of course, like Northern Hemisphere, Southern Hemisphere, etc. So with the first headline, it is about Patagonia and it is out of the U.S. Patagonia now sells used clothing alongside new and treehugger.com first reported on this uh, news topic. So Patagonia is on the verge of something fresh and new. They're always on the verge of something new and different, of course. And so on Black Friday 2020, they provided an avenue for customers to buy secondhand versions of items they are considering getting new and they're still doing this. Uh, The company, uh, Patagonia, of course, has done this by adding a buy used option next to every new product that's listed on the website. And there's also a used gear section on the website, too. So when it comes to their used items, they come from Patagonia's Worn Wear program, which first operated as a pop-up event and where people, uh, customers can bring in their used Patagonia items for repair or exchange. And then it became its own permanent online store on a different site where customers can resell their old uh, used goods for cash or store credit and shop for uh, used items. But Patagonia.com and Warnware uh, will continue to exist as separate sites uh, as they currently do. But it's great that they added the buy used button uh, on the main Patagonia site for anyone Uh, who's interested and it's a fresh way uh, new take uh, on getting the clothes that you want uh, but also doing good for the planet and next is a story of south africa and happens to do with bicycles graduating green bicycles for south african children and dw.com the german site did pick up this story And yes, this is out of South Africa, and big kudos goes to the NGO, non-governmental organization, Sweet Bike, for what they're doing with kids and in regards to making it easy for kids to go to school uh, by way of the transportation, which 
um, is kind of difficult sometimes because it's not readily uh, accessible. It's no, there's no ready transportation like such as um, uh, cars all the time or buses, for example. And so for Sweet Bike, they're making it simply easier uh, for students to get to their classes by way of an environmentally friendly and affordable way. Since March 2019, pretty recently, the coastal village of Ramsgate and the country's southeast side has been having kids, um, been uh, having them cycle as part of their lessons uh, on uh, secondhand sweet bikes uh, that were brought in from Europe. And there's a, a huge team at uh, Sweet Bike uh, when it comes to uh, Sam uh, Wenger and Ayanda Messengemi um, and their team. They've delivered about 2,000 bikes to schools, which they in turn rent them to students for a year. And depending on the amount of donations that the project gets, Sweet Bike is able to buy tons of bikes, truckloads of bikes from overseas. And their awesome workshop has about five trainee mechanics and they process 40 bikes per day. And those bikes are uh, made to be equipped to be delivered to schools. And it's really cool. The Sweet Bike also has um, a, a full training program for the young students and for those who are interested in becoming bike mechanics that they're able to open up their own workshops in the future, among other things. And then lastly is a piece out of Slovakia. Evidence-based hunting policy needed in Slovakia. In Science Magazine, where they have their online magazine, uh, is where I found this headline. And it, of course, is out of Slovakia. So the Swiss recently rejected a law that would have allowed protected animals to be hunted. But hunting overall of vulnerable species like wolves and, and, and other animals still happens in Slovakia and other places in Europe. So um, before that, Slovakia, they made changes in their own laws regarding um, changes to the increases of wolf hunting regulations and improved population monitoring of the wolves. But the changes haven't been... Uh, taken to the national stage. They haven't happened all across Slovakia. About 50 wolves per uh, winter session quota was approved recently by Slovakia's Ministry of Agriculture and Rural Development, but those really should be based on scientific assessment of the viability of wolf populations now, but the ministry decided to defend that quota by um, having them based on misleading sheep farming and food security arguments. Okay, so for uh, this topic I'm going to talk about, it is a wonderful topic all about the different items, everyday items, and common items that are recyclable in different ways. And Tree Hugger, uh, no surprise, is where uh, I got the idea to talk about this and kind of go at length about it. There are many products and items that we use that are pretty niche or seemingly impossible to recycle, uh, but there is a huge industry uh, when it comes to recycling. It's a billion dollar industry. And so in the US, it it should have uh, 
on all accounts a much higher recycling rate, especially for your standard items like paper, metal, glass, etc. But that's not the case. And so a related a podcast episode I did do um, that you may have heard before or seen in the backlog uh, is the uh, early episode, episode four, Recycling is the Problem, from December 6th. Uh, 2018. And in that uh, episode, I did talk a lot about different things. Um, You know, mainly that a lot of the items that can be bought, um, you know, we, we need to solve the end of life issue. And that was the main issue that I wanted to address in that podcast episode. You know, 95% of items, they uh, don't have to be uh, just bought and used and then there's no proper end of life solution for them. And so, um, you know, there are better alternatives for some of the common products that we do use. Um, and then, you know, I want to, you know, bring about the fact that there are ways we can prevent waste um, from entering our landfills in the first place. And, you know, that doesn't mean, you know, just readily um, tossing items into the recycling bin, but retailers can um, have that uh, extended producer responsibility and have the responsibility of their products in the end of life themselves. There are other organizations that will take uh, items off your hands and recycle them or donate them, uh, do other uh, important um, measures to make sure that they're out of our landfills and oceans and other places. And so I want to get started with all the numerous uh, types of products, amazing products that we use today. I wouldn't say take for granted, but they're very useful uh, in our everyday lives from shoes uh, to equipment to types of clothing, just so many things that we use. And so we're going to look at the, the various items that we use day in and day out and how to properly recycle them. So one of the first items that you may not have known could be recycled are athletic shoes. Yes, give give me, give your raggedy, your tired, your busted, old, worn down shoes to organizations. You can do this. These can be recycled and in the Mother Earth Minutes, I'm going to go uh, on a lengthy journey with you and talk about all the different organizations and other companies, etc., that will recycle each uh, type of different product. And number two are bicycles. Americans send more than 15 million bicycles out to pasture every year. A lot of times people don't know that their bicycle can be recycled or even exchanged for scrap metal, among other things, rubber, so many things. But yes, your bicycles can be recycled. Number three are bike tools and gear. Uh, Plenty of shops, uh, some specialty shops in particular, they do accept certain things such as parts, tools, broken components like cracked frames or worn tires or even tubes with holes, Uh, other things like helmets and bike bags and lights, pumps, locks, cycle clothing, you name it. They're um, essentially uh, great hubs for all types of equipment. Um, You can send it in or bring it to the shop. Sometimes you can get these items repaired and so save you money. And these items don't have to go to landfill or even another secondhand place. Number four are bras and other types of underwear. Number five are Brita water filters. 
there are a few different companies I even saw online in another um, podcast episode that I researched for. And one place they are big on Brita filters and other types of filters too. So that's really wonderful. So you know that there's a market um, for um, the reuse and recycling of Brita filters, which is really great. You can, of course, ditch your plastic water bottles for filtered water. It's a really great resourceful move. But uh, essentially, sometimes you do have the uh, used up water filters, especially when you are using the pitchers. And so uh, other Brita products are useful too when they are uh, able to be recycled. So you're in luck. Brita makes it super easy to be able to find out how to do it. And I'm going to explain that again later in the Mother Earth Minutes. Number six are carpets. Yes, this may be kind of peculiar, but yes, your carpets do not have to just go to the landfill. Uh, Actually, many carpet manufacturers and makers or even carpet reclamation uh, reclamation facilities, they have ways to recycle your carpets and sometimes they even downcycle them uh, when it comes to being insulation or uh, other types of uses too. So that's pretty cool. Number seven are compact fluorescent light bulbs or CFLs. These are able to be recycled as well. Number eight are cosmetics. Yes, when it comes to your packaging and specifically like your compacts or uh, lipstick tubes uh, or other tubs of uh, makeup or other containers, these can easily be recycled too. And there are also take back programs which are a little bit different but just as useful. Number nine are crayons. Crayons that you draw with, maybe that your kids or uh, nieces and nephews or school children, maybe you're a teacher, uh, or maybe you run a group, a mommy's group or a daddy's daycare group or some other type of group, and uh, you use a lot of art supplies and crayons happens to be at the top of your school supply list, definitely know that these can be recycled. 120,000 pounds of crayons are produced each day in the U.S. and there are tons of organizations that are willing to take them off your hands. Number 10 are Crocs. Yes, one of my favorite shoes, especially for the uh, days around the house or outside for a quick run or maybe at a water park or another type of amusement park. Crocs seem to be my go-to, but they're pretty popular even still uh, from from their inception. So it is a molded petroleum-based foam shoe, but it can be made into something new. Crocs definitely makes that available. Uh, Number 11 are eyeglasses. Yes, even eyeglasses. Uh, you don't have to uh, you know, question whether these are recyclable or toss them in your uh, recycling bin no longer. You can give your old eyeglasses to someone in need. And there are many different programs out there, which I'll mention a little bit later, that make it easy to um, have um, different types of glasses, whether they be prescription or reading glasses, sunglasses, um, available to be um, used by someone who needs them. And doesn't matter the frame, could be plastic framed or metal frames. Those are um, great options and uh, ones that you can uh, definitely uh, have recycled or given to someone in need. And especially when it comes to children's glasses, those are a high need uh, and different organizations are accepting eyeglasses. Number 12 are hair dryers. Number 13 are iPods. 
uh, and other Apple Apple products too, but iPads were on this list uh, specifically. And this is done at different uh, Apple retail stores. Number 14 are cell phones or uh, mobile phones, as you may um, call them also as well. About 10% of cell phones in the U.S. are recycled, which is an abysmal rate. But uh, there are there's an upside when it comes to the recycling of cell phones, mainly because of the hazardous waste disposal that's needed when it comes to recycling cell phones. Um, it makes the parts highly recyclable, which is a good thing. And also many charities, they accept old phones for recycling too. Number 15 are packing peanuts. Um, this no, this is no shocker here, but there are plenty of shipping companies such as UPS and others, DHL, etc., that will take the packing peanuts off your hands, and they can be definitely reused and sent to the companies that will gladly reuse them. And be really thankful about that. Number sixteen are pantyholes. Yes. This surprised me too. I didn't know up until a few weeks ago that pantyhose could be recycled. They definitely can be reused in many different ways. There are videos on this, uh, blog topics on this, etc. But you can retire your old um, hold up um, pantyhose and when all else fails, you can just recycle them. It's totally fine. Number 17 are plastic dry cleaning bags and bread bags. Yes, I've mentioned in an earlier podcast, I think about plastics uh, recycling and just recycling in general. Um, I I think I I did a top 10 list about recycling. This was not too long ago, about uh, a year ago or so in December. Um, But it was regarding how some municipalities, depending on where you live, you're going to have a hard time recycling certain things like bread bags. Those aren't readily Um, recyclable in all um, municipalities, counties, parishes, especially here in the U.S. So sometimes you're going to have to check uh, where you live and if it's acceptable there. But uh, if you live in a place um, that, you know, you can't uh, readily recycle it, it's no problem. There are plenty of places like supermarkets, for example, businesses that have bins outside where it says recycling plastic bags or plastic bags recycling, where you can do that, especially with plastic wrap too, plastic bags, like the single-use plastic bags. I'm not encouraging their use. I'm just saying that if you have old ones or maybe, you know, a friend or someone who just stands by their plastic bags, uh, then they can be taken off the hands um, of them and given to supermarkets to recycle them again so that they don't end up in the environment or in a landfill. Number 18 are prosthetic limbs. Prosthetic uh, limbs, all types of pieces, whether they be arms or legs, other parts too, these can be recycled. Uh, They're generally not uh, reusable, especially in the U.S. due to legal considerations, which I didn't know before. But um, any limb that happens to be a prosthetic limb, it definitely will have use somewhere. But, um, you know, there are different uh, organizations I'll get to talking about a little bit later in resources. So for all those interested, stay tuned for those. Number 19, and next to last, are resealable sandwich bags. Now, I didn't know this prior to checking out the Tree Hugger link, but they are definitely 
um, or recyclable, which is great. Um, but you can uh, also make them indispensable, um, you know, when it comes to other things, because you can uh, put them in other containers, like for your supermarkets, etc., and other programs too, like TerraCycle. They have other similar um, sandwich bags that aren't the uh, thinly veiled ones so there are a few options when it comes to resealable sandwich bags and then lastly number 20 are wine corks cork is amazing i do love the benefits of having cork at um you know i wouldn't say my disposal but it readily having it available and when it comes to different products like phone cases and other things too cork is useful it's biodegradable and it has a lot of potential it's really super strong and it can be recycled there are plenty of uh, wine corks out in the u.s that are on the bottles of wine 850 million gallons of wine is consumed uh, every single year uh, in the u.s and so the amount of corks does add up over time and so they can be made into many things like coasters and all type of memo boards and all types of other amazing goodies so don't destroy or dispose of your wine corks just yet another podcast episode that i did that i think is really useful as well is about um, trash statistics It's called Trashy Trend Statistics State the U.S. Wastes More and Recycles Less Plus Bonus Prize Giveaway. That giveaway has since closed and it's from episode 66 from July the 11th, 2019. I do love um, when I'm able to talk about statistics and one of my favorite things to talk about waste specifically In that podcast episode, I discussed waste-related facts in the U.S. and recent recycling statistics, and I even suggested all types of waste-related books for further discussion on the topic. Some of my favorite books, ones that I've read, I really go deep into it. I love it. Um, I've I've talked in a uh, another previous episode about. utilizing the 12 R's and I mentioned it I think in that podcast and uh, there are many R's to utilize not just the reuse recycle uh, reduce reuse recycle model of the 12 of the three chasing uh, arrows there are 12 13 more Um, reduce reuse recycle repurpose refuse replace rot repair regift recover rethink, refill, repurpose. And that's an extra one I had made on top of the other few ones, but that just shows you that sometimes you have to broaden what you've been um, absorbing since you've, you know, grown up. Maybe, you know, you grew up in the 70s, 80s, maybe 90s like me, and you stand by the reuse reduce, reuse, recycle model. But, um, you know, there are other R's that are just as important, if not more more important, you know, such as reducing uh, the uh, waste at the the door, you know, refusing certain packaging, um, replacing 
maybe the norms of products that you're used to. If you're used to disposable razors, for example, there are safety razors. I've been using one for a few years now and I love, love, love it. Um, you know, you can get it from essentially any place, like for example, Leaf Shave. They have their own razors, um, really brilliantly designed, economical, affordable. Um, you could also repair your items. They make them stretch a bit more. If you're great with sewing buttons on clothes, maybe you popped a few buttons or gained a little bit of weight, you've lost, you know, 20 pounds, you want to get into those skinny jeans like you did before, and you are great with sewing a needle and thread together with a button, be sure to do that, you know? If you have items that you've you've gotten for Christmas gifts in the past or birthday presents or from that uh, going away party that just don't fit anymore or you want to um, part ways, be sure to re-gift those items. Um, when it comes to uh, rethinking, uh, anything that is worth trying and, and doing successfully, especially over long periods of time, it takes a rewiring of your mind. And sometimes that means rethinking what you've been taught or what you've thought of as the norm for a long time. You know, that goes with essentially anything. You know, it could be something romantic in your life. It could be something work-related. And you want to rethink how something has always been done and go a different avenue. You know, you could form a business that way. That could be the start or a spark of a business plan. Uh, and then you go forth and, tr and try to manifest um, the, the best way, a different way of going about something. People have, have thought about amazing ideas of, of how to, you know, start fashion shows and, and redefine uh, sustainable fashion or really falling in love with their passion, uh, trying to change the world or help people. And they, they left their corporate job and they're rethinking everything about what they did before um, and are really successful now. But they were able to rethink and do things differently. And, you know, when others maybe were detractors or negative, they saw past that and put their mind forward uh, into something uh, new. Uh, you could also, um, when it comes to one of the R's, refilling. Refilling products is amazing. You'd be surprised with the amount of uh, packaging you don't have to worry about, um, you know, doing away with or or totally reusing all the time because you only have one bottle to refill and that's all you're worried about. Could be a soap container, could be your um, you know, supply box for all your office supplies. It could be your lotion uh, bottle. Maybe you have a bulk store or maybe a Whole Foods or another type of store that's great at refilling product. That's a great thing. Um, when it comes to recycling, I think... In general, it cannot work, um, especially if the end products, like I mentioned before, if they're not made viable or if what we're recycling, it's discarded faster at a rate where landfills can't keep up and they will never keep up. You know, you have landfills across the U.S. where they're closing earlier and earlier than they, you know, were, were thought to be or planned um, at uh, ending um, and being full to capacity. Um, you know, sometimes, um, especially with certain um, documentaries or videos I've watched, especially with the recycling in recent years, five, six, seven years, um, lately, there is a, a slowing or decreased market for certain goods. I wouldn't say metal, but certain 
papers five to seven times, you know, they're viable to be recycled, but then their, uh, their, their end, uh, use as far as that marketable material is just not there. And so it's then discarded. So, you know, that just lets me know that recycling, it does have an end. It, it cannot go on forever, especially for things like paper. Metal, it should be able to endlessly be recycled, but people, of course, need to, uh, in businesses, need to buy that scrap material, need to buy that that whole uh, bulky um, bale. And if they're not able to, then what happens to that metal? You know, uh, that's just something to be aware of. Um, you know, can the product that is um, being uh, thought of and, and being manufactured, made to be manufactured uh, recy- from that recycled material, um, it, it can happen and it does happen all the time. Uh, but will it be upcycled? Will it be downcycled? Um, buying upcycled products are is amazing. Using uh, downcycled goods and materials, it has its purposes too. But then, you know, there's, there's, there's a, a problem of, well, it's downcycled. So it's, it's degraded in quality to a point where it's almost useless, but there's a need for it somewhere. So they put it in insulation, for example, or they put it in bedding or, or something else. Um, there is a temporary, I think, bandaid or, or fix to a problem that's a, a bit larger than that, a waste problem. Um, you know, upcycled products include furniture, playground equipment, new products. Um, but we have to dig deeper and also request that these companies, they do more research. They, they plan for the, the life totally of their products and they have it in an endless loop, in a closed loop cycle. That is what we all should be aiming for, especially when it comes to, uh, Certain products that we use could be ice cream. It could be your sweater that you're going to try and get in the winter. It could be for the sundress that you want to wear in the summer. You know, what happens to that dress? Um, does it break down? Is it made from organic cotton? Can you, uh, if you wanted to, um, put it into your backyard and see it waste away? Um, if it's donated, will someone else cherish it or will they... T- you know, tuck it into, you know, their nearest trash can where it goes to a landfill when all the resources and materials uh, used and needed for that garment are wasted. These are things to, of course, think about. The Mother Earth Minutes is where we review in the next few minutes proactive things that we can all do to combat the issue in the episode and to protect Mother Earth. We all know that the issue in the episode is that sometimes recycling uncommon goods may not be so common uh, as far as, um, you know, having the knowledge that, oh, this can be recycled. So, you know, putting it out there that these items can be recycled is the first step. Second step is getting the resources, getting the knowledge, spreading it. And then the third step is implementing all that we've learned. This is, of course, all uh, in uh, regards to uh, protecting Mother Earth and the main goals of Greener Thoughts. With a quick fact, I will uh, begin uh, talking about all the different resources and places of where to recycle each respective item. 
So an EPA fact is that in 2012, Americans generated nearly 251 million tons of trash. At first glance, that may not seem like it's such a terrifying figure, but that's more than 500 billion pounds of solid waste. Remarkably, over or about 34% of that is composted or recycled. So think about that. That's that's not a hugely significant amount. It's not like it's 75% or 85% composted or recycled. It's less than 40%. 34%. It could be higher. And maybe with uh, talking about some of these amazing items that we use, and I wouldn't say take for granted, but we utilize, maybe that number will diminish over time. One of the first uh, items are athletic shoes uh, to uh, go ahead and recycle. So Nike has their reuse a shoe recycling bin program where you can recycle your old shoes. So Nike in turn will incorporate them into a raw material called Nike Grind, which is used in everything from running shoes to uh, track shoes to uh, shoe soles to zippers. And a little bit of uh, info on the program, more info, is that they make it easy for materials to live uh, to live on from one product to the next by you just uh, dropping your used shoes at a participating Nike retail store in North America or Europe. But please note that some Nike stores around the world may be temporarily closed. Um, stores that you know are open, they may be operating at a uh, limited capacity or with limited hours and services or some may not be able to accept your shoes for recycling but the nike uh, program the nike um reuse a shoe a recycling program it is amazing because it will recycle and accept any brand of athletic sneakers but they're unable to recycle sandals dress shoes boots and shoes with metal like cleats or spikes for contact info or more info, uh, especially company info and inquiries, just give them a call at 1-800-344-6453 and they're available 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, at least here in the U.S. and that's Monday through Friday. There are other uh, organizations as well, which I will uh, give you the information for them and I'll list them in ABC order and that goes for essentially every other uh, resource on the list too so with the first one a is one uh, world running that's a nonprofit that collects gently used athletic sneakers and donates them to those in need throughout Africa Central America and the Caribbean and so on the website just go to oneworldrunning.com and then from their website main page just go to drop off locations B is Samaritan's Feet, where you can give children shoes. Um, you uh, can uh, go to the website at www.samaritansfeet.org. C is Philadelphia Runner, where you can donate your runner shoes. You can go to philadelphiarunner.com. D is Shoe Bank, where you swap your shoes for others' shoes, which is pretty cool. You get to reduce your carbon shoe print. And you can go to the website at www.shoebank.shoes. E is souls for souls. I've mentioned them before in a few podcasts uh, 
for a number of times. Uh, they're called Souls for Souls, and you can go to the website Souls, S-O-L-E-S, like the soles of your feet, the number four, and then Souls, S-O-U-L-S dot org, and then go to the section Give Shoes. F is Sports Basement. You can go to the website at uh, shop.sportsbasement.com. And uh, also you can go to the uh, other website, www.recycleforchange.org, the Bay Area-based running store. Uh, Sports Basement is a major proponent of recycling. It's what they do. So they partner with the organization I mentioned the website, Recycle for Change, where they are based in Richmond, Virginia, and or I wouldn't say Richmond, Virginia. That's another um, place, Richmond. Um, that's just the key to know. But they uh, upcycle textiles and send surplus clothing to those in need throughout the continent of Africa. And then there are a few other uh, organizations as well. G Runners Roost. Uh, runnersroost.com is the website and they're based in Colorado. They have several locations statewide and they have a shoe recycling program at their locations that accepts old running sneakers and shoes. The materials are broken down and reused for school tracks, public playgrounds, and for new clothes that are distributed to the homeless, veterans, and more. Uh, H is Fleet Feet. And you can reach them on the website and check them out at www.fleetfeet.com. And they have stores nationwide in the U.S. And they partnered with the Moore Foundation. But be sure to call ahead just to ensure that your nearest location is participating in the Take Back program. Uh, I is Charm City Run. You can check out their website at www.charmcityrun.com. And also www.morefoundationgroup.org. I did mention them previously, or not previously, um, but Charm City Run. They're based in Maryland, woohoo, to my state, and they have partnered with the More Foundation Group, uh, an organization based in Delaware that recycles the materials from old athletic shoes, regardless of the brand. And you can drop them off in the in-store bin if you live nearby. And J is the, uh, lastly, the Brooklyn uh, Running Company. You can go to www.brooklynrunningco.com and also www.wearablecollections.com. And they're based in uh, Brooklyn. They're the Brooklyn Running Company where they collect New Yorkers, old athletic sneakers, and you can put them in the in-store bin. And they send them to the organization Wearable Collections, where the sneakers are broken down and the materials are given a deserved second life. So all those in New York, especially in the Brooklyn area, uh, definitely be sure to check them out. Number two item is, of course, bicycles. And so there are a few different uh, organizations that do cater to those who have old bikes, bikes that they want to donate uh, and, and recycle. So the first organization is A, which is uh, Bikes for the World, uh, Bikes for the World, or www.bikesfortheworld.org. It's where you can uh, donate your bike, your bikes to uh, their organization, and you you know that it's a good cause that you're of course um, doing this. Uh, they collect 
uh, refurbish and donate the bikes to lower income people and select institutions in developing countries. Hope Cycle is the next organization B, and you can reach them at hopecycle.org. And they uh, really do go by the um, system of you donating your dollars, you could donate your time, you could donate your bikes. Either way, all of these help them. C is the Canadian Bicycle uh, Recycling Organization. Their website is www.canadianbicyclerecycling.ca and they have free bike disposal and recycling and you can donate your used bicycles to them. D is a Recycle Bike Shop. You can check out the website uh, with the full ECTPS and then of course www.recyclebikeshop.net and this really benefits um, you know you and them you can keep your old bikes from getting tossed in landfills and they accept all types of bikes in any condition uh, depending on the condition the bikes will either be refurbished used for parts or taken to a metal recycling facility but rest assured that no part of the bike will go to waste uh, check local bike shops in your city for more info this goes to uh, any other uh, organization especially for bikes that wasn't listed here many times in your city you can go and check out bike shops they probably have a a plethora of resources for you to check out uh, when it comes to bike recycling. And number three are specific uh, bicycle tools and gear recycling. One such organization that does a, a really great job at this is uh, Bikes Not Bombs. So to check out the website, it's called bikesnotbombs.org. And Bikes Not Bombs takes uh, bicycle bits, pieces, and gear in addition to the bikes themselves. And they accept parts, tools, broken down components like cracked frames, worn tires, tubes with holes, helmets, bags, lights, pumps, locks, psycho clothing, so much more. They restore the bikes and the gear and they deliver them overseas to economic development projects in Africa, Latin America, and the Caribbean. And the bikes that don't get shipped often uh, land in their group's youth programs where the teens learn bicycle safety and mechanical skills while also earning bikes to keep for themselves. Number four item are the bras that I mentioned before on the list. So there are a few organizations, two in particular. A is Free the Girls, a really cool and cute name. FreeTheGirls.org is the website. And then B is Nikki.com. I love Nikki. I'll talk about it a bit later in the uh, Eco Company Spotlight segment. Uh, so they accept tons of things, namely undies, socks, bras, tights from any brand. And if you got men's or children's items, no problem. They accept those too. Just indicate how many items that you're going to send back per category when you submit your recycle request. And by checking that out, you can just go to Nikki.com and then go to the Recycle tab. Number five item are the Brita water filters and how to recycle those. You can simply go to Brita.com and go to Recycle Your Filters. It's at the bottom of the website. They have teamed up with the company Preserve, uh, which I have uh, talked about in a previous uh, episode in the uh, Eco Company Spotlight segment. They are great. Between the two, they are a powerful force, and they'll 
go about recycling the Brita uh, plastic pitcher filter casings into preserves, eco-friendly, 100% recycled products such as toothbrushes, cups, and cutting boards. Number six item are carpets. And so for this type of recycling, it really depends on the manufacturer. Uh, individual carpet makers, they have their own recycling programs nine times out of ten. But then there are also carpet uh, reclamation um, facilities that also recycle carpets too. Number seven are complex com- packed uh, CFL bulbs and for these generally where you depending on where you live the um, stores such as Ikea or Home Depot especially here in the U.S. and abroad uh, other uh, lighting stores maybe mom and pop stores or other home improvement or hardware stores they're accepting um, CFLs so be sure to check in with them maybe you live maybe in a different country and they do things a little bit differently but you may want to check at your uh, home improvement store just in case and see if they uh, recycle uh, CFLs where you live number eight are cosmetics so for those who love makeup maybe you can't get enough uh, makeup uh, you can also uh, not have a guilty conscious uh, conscience when it comes to your makeup especially um, what to do after um, it's been used in the containers you still have uh, so uh, with with the first one a uh, mac cosmetics they have their own take back program uh, you can go to www.maccosmetics.com that's m-a-c cosmetics.com and then click on back to mac at the bottom of the website and then another one is b lila B Beauty, that's L-I-L-A-H-B Beauty. You can go to lilabeauty.com and then to Recycling Program. And then Aveda or Origins, they have a lot of uh, responsible packaging options and recycled materials they use for their packaging. And they're always new in, in, in recent uh, additions and improvements that they're making to their line of different makeup that they have and their packaging methods as well. You can go to the different sites, www.aveda.com, that's A-V-E-D-A.com, or origins.com. And number nine are crayons. There are a few different organizations that do collect crayons. Uh, the first one, A, is uh, the Scarce or organization, www.scarce.org. B is crayoncollection.org. C is crazycrayons.com. D is the crayoninitiative.org, where you can give your money, give crayons, or give time. Number 10 item are the Crocs that I did mention. Now, uh, when it comes to the Crocs um, program, the corporation there, they have a system set up with Souls for Souls program, which you may have uh, heard me, of course, talk about a little little while ago, where they developed a way to recycle the shoes and turning them into new shoes uh, for children in needy countries. Uh, So you can donate your lightly worn shoes to the program and they will clean them and send them off to impoverished areas all across the globe 
So most Crocs retail stores, they haven't been in the store for your old Crocs. Just be sure to uh, let the Crocs staff know. The uh, old Crocs will be donated and put to a good cause. And of course, let any unnecessary materials out of landfills and give those to someone in need. Number 11 are eyeglasses. Now for eyeglasses, there are a number of different places that do accept them. Uh, all uh, places that I'm going to mention, they accept sunglasses, reading glasses, but they aren't accepted. Um, some of these, those things that I mentioned, the glasses aren't accepted um, in Lens Crafters, OneSite, ProVision, Sam's Club, and Walmart. Uh, eyeglasses can be both donated in person, um, except in Respectacle, where they can be mailed in or in um, person. Um, uh, and you know, Receptacle, they can't be um, donated in person, but they can be mailed in. Um, and then uh, VSP, where you have to call in advance. So the number of different organizations are, you could uh, check them out, Goodwill, LensCrafters, OneSite, ProVision, Respectacle, uh, Salvation Army, Sam's Club, BSP, Eyes of Hope, and Walmart. And then another resource B is the Lions Clubs. And you can check them out on the website, www.lionsclubs.org. And then you could search using the keywords eyeglass recycling and then clicking eyeglass recycling centers. And they have a nifty website of all the different uh, organizations and resources there where you could uh, go ahead and recycle your eyeglasses. Number 12, are, the item is uh, hair dryers. So you can check out local uh, scrap metal recycling centers and places nearby. Uh, you could even use the earth911.org app. I have talked about it in a previous um, Eco Company Spotlight segment, and it's a wonderful app. I use it and I love it. And they have uh, metal recycling. You can check out different places and locations depending on your zip code and where you live. Number 13 are iPods. Um, with those, you can check out apple.com and then go to Apple Trade-In. And you can trade in your eligible device for credit toward your next purchase or get an Apple gift card if you choose. You can use it anytime. If your device isn't eligible for credit, Apple will recycle it for free. No matter the model or condition, they can definitely turn it into something good for you and for the planet. You get something out of it. And trading in your device is pretty easy, just as buying a new one would be. You can, uh, they will give you a, a prepaid trade, trade in kit or a shipping label to send it off, or you can just bring it into the Apple Store as well. Number 14 is uh, mobile phones. So with um, earth911.com, you could use their tools there. You could even search cell phone recycling, that's what I did. Or you could also search uh, 10 things. You can recycle through the mail and then click page three for the cell phone info. Number 15 are uh, with packing peanuts. You can uh, try uh, mailboxes, etc. 
Um, that's, a, I think, a, a separate company or UPS, for example, or maybe other um, carriers that are willing to, you know, take on the packing peanuts. They probably wouldn't uh, shy away from that and they'd probably be really, really thankful and happy that you decided to send them your packing peanuts. Number 16 are pantyhose. So uh, with pantyhose specifically, uh, Swedish Stockings is the, the brand to check out. You can check out their website at SwedishStockings.com and you can check out their recycling club uh, that they have that link at the bottom of the website. And then number 17 uh, are plastic dry, plastic dry cleaning uh, bags and bread bags. So nearly all in any plastic bag that you have, plastic wrap can be deposited in grocery bag uh, recycling bins at many supermarkets. So be sure to check out the um, different colored bins in Maryland and in maybe this goes nationally or maybe internationally, it depends on the place. Um, in the some of the grocery stores here in the national chains, etc., they have like standard bins. So they're either like white with green print that says, you know, recycle your plastic bags. And so, you know, you can put your plastic bags in there. Uh, number 18, prosthetic limb donations. So for this, I found a, a great site that has a full list of prosthetic limbs um, donation places, resources there. You could go to www.amputee-coalition.org. Again, that's www.amputee-coalition.org for the full list. You can also search on there, prosthetic limb donations, and then click the first link. Number 19, next to last are the resealable sandwich bags. These can be uh, recycled at more than 18,000 supermarkets and grocery store in-store recycling places. Now, uh, this is in the U.S. I'm not sure about internationally, but this is great. I did not know this before checking out uh, and researching for the topic, so this is great. And sometimes you can even get reward points for doing so. And then the last one, wine corks. Uh, the There are many different resources here. So the first one, A, is recycling your wine corks via Cork Club. You can go to the website www.corkclub.com. Cork Club is a sustainability initiative funded by Widget Co. to benefit forest and ocean conservation. And the company offers free shipping labels to the public to ship in their old used corks. Once received, Cork Club donates two cents for each cork to support a number of organizations that support forests, reduce ocean garbage, and protect beaches. To date, Cork Club has donated over $120,000 to those causes. B is put a cork in it, really cute name for the organization. Uh, you can go to putacorkinit.ca. Uh, and then you can also go to the website, of course, put a cork in it.ca, and then go to program. Uh, the program is really simple. When you drop your used wine corks in your collection containers, you divert a 100% recyclable material from a solid waste stream, and you give it a second life as a new product. C is WeCork. You can go to the website WeCork.com. Recork, you can visit their site and then go to Get Involved and then Individuals. 
Uh, Recork is the, is North America's largest natural wine cork recycling program. They collect, grind, ship, and manufacture recycled cork into sustainable products free of harmful materials. Recork also works with over 3,000 cork collection partners, and they planted more than 8,000 cork uh, oak trees in the Mediterranean in the Mediterranean forest in the CR Bosquest project in Portugal, I'm probably butchering that, and they recycled over 110 million corks. That's a lot of cork. Uh, D, and the last one, uh, other resource is checking out Whole Foods. Whole Foods Market has in the partnership with Cork Reharvest, a nonprofit and Rainforest Alliance endorsed organization that has been working with uh, Whole Foods to recycle corks since 2008. Whole Foods Cork Reharvest recycles wine corks in a different way depending on uh, the regional delivery location. So all you have to do is visit your local uh, Whole Foods Market and drop your corks in, into the convenient cork reharvest box. The eco fact of the day is that in Kansas, it is now legal to hunt coyotes at night using lights and thermal imaging equipment. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club, Sierra Magazine, in the November-December 2020 issue. The Eco Company Spotlight is where I talk about amazing environmentally related products and services. And I love uh, this segment. It's really fun. And if you have any product that you want me to check out, experiment with, and test out for myself, then send me a voicemail. A uh, voice message, and you can also do an email and by sending that to me at greenerthoughtspodcast.gmail.com or with the voice message feature via the Anchor app, or you could do so on the Anchor site and check out my podcast and then send one via there. Um, I do, you know, love taking the time to review thoughtfully the products and services, and I've been doing it for a long time since February 2019. I try and give you an honest uh, look, take, overview, and be as thorough as possible. And if for some reason I haven't reviewed the product itself or one of the products of the brand I talk about, I still try and do my very best with being honest and transparent in the company itself and what it offers. So I want to let you know about the newest company, one of my favorite ones for all things undies uh, for women. It's called Nikki. So it's headquartered in Chelsea, New York City, and Nikki with a K is a woman-owned underwear brand that is deeply committed to delivering high-quality, affordable, and truly eco-friendly and ethically made intimates. So while ethics and environmentalism within the fashion industry often leaves much to be changed, Nikki co-founders Kayla O'Connell Davis and Lauren Sagador continue to make their mission to enact supply chain transparency and reconnect customers to their clothing, which is great. Nikki's unique recycling program it aims to improve uh, system 
singularity for a seemingly otherwise disposable product. They also turn the tide at making sure that your worn out undies are given a new life with possibilities as far as insulation and also prevents them from ending up in the landfills. Uh, as far as his commitment to sustainability, Nikki is fabulous. Uh, number one, it has no toxic ingredients in their underwear products. Number two, it is OECOTEX uh, certified. I do love that certification, and it's a global certification that ensures that the textiles are free from harmful chemicals like azo. Uh, colorants and nickel and lead and cadmium and formaldehyde and pedochlorophenol and all types of other harmful chemicals. Again, that certification is O-E-K-O text and it's usually all capitalized. Number three, they have fair trade certified factories. So this means that those working in factories, they are uh, fairly um, paid have fair wages, they have safe, honorable working conditions, there are no toxins that they interact with, and they're harmful to the health of the workers, among other positive things, and they have the Fair Trade International Certification. Uh, Number four, they have responsible packaging, so their products are packaged with and made with recycled content, post-consumer waste, and also low-impact inks. And the boxes are produced by suppliers who prioritize the preservation of natural ecosystems and prevent deforestation. Number five, they use certified organic cotton in all their underwear. Number six, their supply chain uses uh, organic farms, organic ginners, uh, they have organic, uh, an organic spinner, and they audit their suppliers. And number seven, uh, lastly, is that you can recycle your undies, socks, bras, and tights from uh, any brand that they have. And of course, if you have uh, men's uh, underwears or children's items too, that's no problem. They can definitely recycle those as well. So as far as their products, they have tons of panty sets and they have also in- individual styles of the following they have the low-rise thong, they have the low-rise bikini, they have the mid-rise hipster, mid-rise brief, and the high-rise brief. They have gift cards and also accessories like face masks and totes. And I love Nikki. It is amazing. Um, I love the play on words. Um, you know, Nikki like knickers, um, like the old uh, term of yesteryear, yester century. Um, when it comes to underwear um, and underpinnings of your underclothes. And I first found out about them because I was searching of how to recycle um, underwear because I knew there had to be some type of organization company on the planet to do this. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's, it's where you're not aware, but you want to find a solution. So I was able to do that. And so um, I want to be able to buy some really great underwear from them but I will be buying that soon but for me I was able to recycle my old undies and give to them and so for that I have the ability to claim a free pair uh, since I mailed my old ones in and uh, recycled my undies and socks to them 
So I love Nikki. Like I love the company. It's really like sustainable in so many different ways. I covered so many ways. Um, and they have a lot of co colors to their underwear. They have different kinds of underwear. It's not just your plain Jane uh, underwear or your grandma's underwear or your mom's underwear. No, it's these, these beautiful colors. Some of the colors and patterns are sold out. So you know that they're popular and popping. They have a lot going for them. They, you know, they don't charge more for bigger sizes of underwear, which is great. You know, not like, not all underwear is equal, especially when you're looking at bigger sizes. Um, and I found out that no matter which size you pick for whatever style, they're all the same, which is rare. Let me just tell you. So all sizes are the same price. Uh, for the sets, they're $60 US dollars. And for the individual sets, so let's say you, you wanted a blue mid-rise hipster, you could buy that itself, and that would be uh, 13 US dollars. They also do carbon offsets for your order, so uh, that's really an amazing thing. And they're working to become climate neutral certified. They ship internationally. They even show their environmental impacts uh, stats and the report. Uh, using organic cotton and how it is better for you and the planet and they also make that uh, their 2020 impact report public as well which is really amazing and of course you can recycle your underwear there it's amazing again you can recycle your undies socks bras tights any brand which is like unheard of like it's not that I say that it doesn't happen but widely like it's it's great that not, that Nikki is doing that and you know for, for men's underwear and socks and same thing with your little kids they can have the benefit of uh, being able to toss their uh, unused clothing and old tatty ratty tatty clothing in the box and it's shipped to Nikki and with the prepaid label they make it easy and fun and of course you get to claim a free pair of uh, underwear product from them so it's really amazing of course you just get to uh, indicate how many items you you're sending back per category when you submit your recycle request which is by far really really easy and of course for recycling your undies you can claim a, a free pair from them so with the free pair, uh, you'll receive it as an added pair onto your order. So no discount code is really needed. In order to redeem your free pair, just uh, log into your account, which you can make uh, on their site, and then uh, know that you can get a free pair. It's only for you or, or who is uh, submitting uh, the uh, used underwear to or who's ever submitting the uh, underwear that is who is able to claim the free pair uh, recycled fibers of your used uh, garments are turned into insulation rug pads and rags so for more on how it all works be sure to check out the website and click recycle uh, the recycle tab or the FAQ section and then check out recycle from there so uh, all in all, they are pretty affordable, either in set form or as individuals. Again, sets are 60 uh, US dollars or as individual uh, uh, products, uh, individual uh, panties um, at $13. So for me, um, I love just everything about Nikki. Like it's my new favorite. I have favorited it long ago. 
well not long ago but um, recently and I love it like after shipping my uh, socks and undies there like I'm hooked and so I can't wait to be buying a few more uh, panties from there and so I give them a five out of five green thumbs up I highly suggest checking out Nikki so Nikki with a K K N I C K E Y can be found online uh, on their website mainly at www.nikki.com also earthhero.com you can check them out also zerowastestore.com and a few other places Nikki can be found on the following social media platforms Facebook at Nikki Instagram at Nikki official LinkedIn at Nikki and also Twitter at Nikki to contact Nikki just check out uh, their website we could also call them at 1-888-689-5998, Monday through Friday, between the hours of 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or you can email them at hello at nikki.com. Thank you for checking out my podcast episode about how to recycle some uncommon items some everyday items, some items that you maybe can't live without, especially something like a Brita Wilder filter or a pair of eyeglasses. Um, I, I try to have a, a little bit more fun with this podcast episode, and I'm really glad that I uh, did uh, break it open and discuss it at length. Maybe one of the longer podcast episodes, but I had a lot of fun, and I hope you did too. Um, you know, if you are one to recycle like crazy, that's a great thing, but also you got to be mindful um, of what you're using. You know, the goal isn't to just recycle into oblivion, it's to, you know, reuse uh, reuse what you already have and to reduce what you're already consuming. If you can find a better or sustainable alternative, maybe from listening to one of my podcasts or via your research, that is great. And that's one of the missions um, here at Greener Thoughts is to uh, change habits, but in a, a more thoughtful and eco-friendly way um, by using knowledge um, that you gain via checking out research here or certain tips or information or PDFs or other resources that I even link in the podcast description and in show notes. So I, I try to go above and beyond. And, and so I'm happy that you decided to listen to this podcast episode um, in, in depth, you know, and check out all the resources here. And maybe some are valuable to those you may know. I'm not sure. But I, I'm happy that um, in any way that you're able to spread the word about this podcast or, you know, share the resources with someone who's asking, you know, how do I recycle this? Where can I go for a better alternative? What organizations are doing what uh, to reduce the uh, use and need for this product? Maybe there's an alternate uh, use for this product, or maybe it deserves a second life somewhere, but someone doesn't know where. So you can, you know, point them in the right direction. So um, thank you, as always, again, for listening and for checking out another uh, podcast uh, about uh, sustainable uh, ways that you can, you know, recycle your goods, recycle products that you have already, items that you no longer have a need for, want to donate. Now, that's the purpose of, you know, this podcast episode and, 
you know, hopefully you can ask yourself, you know, can I recycle this? Where is it best needed? Can I reuse this a little bit longer? Can I give this to somebody else who needs it before it possibly gets trashed? Can it endlessly be uh, reused and recycled uh, so that maybe it doesn't have to necessarily get upcycled or downcycled? It just gets used um, to a point. So, um, and thanks again for, as always, listening and be sure to, as always, take care of yourselves and to please take care of the planet. See ya. 